Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well beloved spouse, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> On this holy night, we rejoice in the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the person of Jesus, God became man while remaining God. The eternal Son of God, in assuming a human nature, became what he was not. But in doing so, he never ceased being God. No, he merely hid his divinity, his eternal glory and power, under the veil of his humanity that he had taken. At the Incarnation, the Son of God cloaked his godliness, his divine power and majesty, with human flesh. And on Christmas Day, he was born of the Virgin Mary in that same state, with his divine glory and power not visible to the human eye, but only visible to the eyes of faith. In faith, we believe, as the prophet Isaiah foretold, that this child born to us is the great light that has come into the world. This child has come to enlighten us who, without him, would walk in the darkness of sin and dwell in the gloom of hopelessness. In faith, we believe that upon his shoulders, this little child born to us, eternal power and dominion rests. Why? Because he is the King of Kings, who forever sits on David's throne. He is the Prince of Peace, who brings peace, true everlasting peace, to all peoples and nations who reject godless ways and worldly desires, and who accept his reign over them. In our Gospel, we just heard from St. Luke, the evangelist makes it a point to tell us not once, but twice, that the baby Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. First he says that the Virgin Mary did this. Then we hear that the angel instructed the shepherds that the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger would be a sign for them. We might ask, why were these a sign? Well, first, the swaddling clothes. These were strips of cloth used to wrap infants that prevented them from moving their arms and legs. A sign that, in becoming man, the Son of God made himself helpless, totally dependent upon his mother Mary, and that one day he would allow his body to be scourged, crowned with thorns, and his arms and legs nailed immovably to a cross. But the swaddling clothes are also a sign of our Lord's deep humility and love of poverty. I'll quote here Saint Bede, who says, The sign given of the Savior's birth 
is not a child enfolded in royal purple, but one wrapped in rough pieces of cloth. Meaning, he did not merely take upon himself our lowly mortality, but for our sakes, took upon himself the clothing of the poor. Though he was rich, yet for our sake, he became poor, so that by his poverty, we might become rich. And what about the manger, that other sign that the angel instructed the shepherds to be observant of? Why did Mary lay the newborn Christ child in this feeding trough for animals? And why did the angel insist to the shepherds that this was also a sign? It is as if the angel was really saying, in a manger, you will find the Christ, he who is the true bread of life, who one day will sacrifice his body to redeem the sins of men, and whose body you must feed upon if you are to have his life within you, if you are to have eternal life in the kingdom. Let us, my brothers and sisters, contemplate these signs, these great mysteries. The newborn Christ child, the living bread, come down from heaven, lying in a manger as a sign that he would one day feed us with his own flesh and blood, the food for our salvation. And let us contemplate also the wonderful condescension of our Lord, our King, our Savior, our God, who from his birth takes upon himself our poverty that we might share his riches. As another ancient author says, had such been his pleasure, Christ might at his birth have shaken the heavens by his power and terrified all nature by his majesty. But these were not the attendants of his coming. For he came not to destroy, but to save, not to display riches, but to teach us contempt for human grandeur. Finally, let us consider what Pope Francis says in his message to open this year of mercy, which began on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, December 8th. He says, Jesus Christ is the face of the Father's mercy. Mercy has become living and visible in Jesus of Nazareth, reaching its culmination in Him. Yes, God the Father of mercies so loved the world that He sent His Son to redeem us from the darkness of sin and death and bring us into the light and life of eternal glory. And on this night, we celebrate his holy birth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.